If you do protein powder, there's literally zero excuse for you not to hit your protein goal every day. I am big on supplements if you are not gonna get it through your daily nutrition. So if, you, if you're somebody who's gonna really struggle with hitting your protein goal, or not eating enough veggies, or getting a lot of those micronutrients from like red meats and eggs and stuff. If you can't do that, if you don't have to use protein powder and you can hit your protein goal, don't use protein powder. In fact, you probably would be more jacked and ripped not using protein powder. What's up everybody? My name is Stefan Coons and welcome to the Everyday Pursuit Podcast. If you're watching this or listening to it, a little bit different today. We have uh, Coach Bryce on as a guest. Say what's up. What's going on, everyone? Coach Bryce is our head online coach and the COO of Pursuit. Um, obviously, if, I mean, if you watch like way early, early episodes, he actually came here in studio, but it's like 150 times easier to do it like this. So we're going to be bringing on some of the coaches and other guests. And I thought you guys probably get a little bit sick of listening to me and just me all the time. So I thought who best to bring on than our head coach that has had hundreds and hundreds of transformations and works with a full roster of clients literally every single day. So to say that he has a really good experience in nutrition, training, supplementation, the whole nine yards uh, is actually a gross understatement. So basically I wanna dive into supplements, but specifically protein powders, because this is something that I feel that I, I had a question. Like I, when I first started lifting, I don't know about you guys, but I was the kid that went into GNC and like spent like half of my paycheck on getting Weibolic 60 or whatever it was called. And all these protein powders and the, and the guy in the supplement shop is just basically selling me, you know, whatever, whatever he thinks is best. And a big question I get like almost weekly is what, what supplement should I take? Now I will say, and Bryce, please feel free to chime in that like I am pro supplement. There are some people that are like anti supplements or kind of in the middle. I tend to lean towards supplements, but, uh, and I'll dive into which ones and, and of course the protein powder, but how do you feel about supplements? Are you like a big supplement guy or? Yeah, it, it really depends. I am big on supplements. If you are not going to get it through your daily nutrition. So if, you, if you're somebody who's going to really struggle with hitting your protein goal or not eating enough veggies or getting a lot of those micronutrients from like red meats and eggs and stuff, if you can't do that, then 100%, please go take a supplement because you're going to be deficient and that's going to lead to a lot of health issues in the future. And if you're trying to build muscle, of course, hitting your protein goal is fairly important. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean... I, I, I'm pro supplement. I'm not like a pill popper. Like there's some people that take, you know, a vitamin D and a magnesium, like every little thing. I try to keep it super simple. Uh, and like you said, supplements are just that a supplement. And I don't talk about supplements a whole lot on this show because there's not really a lot to talk about. Like it, it's not a complicated subject. I know just to let you guys know, the supplement industry is like a billion dollar industry, maybe multi, like it's huge. Okay. I think it's bigger than, yeah. than the coaching space. Yeah. I like, you don't understand. And the reason it's so big, I'm just going to let you know right now, people want quick fixes. Okay. That's the reason it's big. Oh, if I could just take this pill and not work as hard, if I could just take this green supplement and not eat vegetables. And like, I've fallen to that category in a way, and I'll explain what supplements I take and why. And so 
I'm not innocent by any means, but I mean, that it's kind of crazy, right? Like we don't need supplements. Okay. I, I promise. And we have clients that are from every spectrum, some that love supplements, some that are kind of anti-supplement and they all get good results. I will say this, one of the main supplements that I've taken basically for the last 15 plus years of my lifting is protein. Uh, part of the reason, and I, and I also think protein's not super necessary. Coach Mike, our head uh, in-person coach, not a big like supplement guy, not really big on protein. Coach Riley, our holistic health coach, picky, right? She's a holistic health coach about what supplements she takes and not really super big into supplements because you can get them from food. It's just hard. Protein powder is one of those things where I knew that protein was super important. If you've been on social media anytime in the last five years and you follow anybody through fitness, you've heard protein, protein, protein. If you're one of our clients, you're probably annoyed already. Protein, protein, protein. So I know that it's super important. So I just always wanted to make sure that I had it on hand. And I want to make sure that I had the convenience. And I view protein powder in general. And don't worry, I'm going to, if you wait a little bit, I'm going to tell you exactly which ones I use and which ones not to use. But I like protein powder because it's convenient. Like for example, the other day I was doing some intermittent fasting and I got really busy and I had to do some errands and take care of my son and take care of my baby. And I ate kind of dinner late and I didn't get enough protein in throughout the day. And I could have ate more meat, but I don't want this meat and steak and chicken, like all this solid food sitting in my stomach digesting at night because my body's going to have to heat up to process that more than it would a liquid, right? It's just solid, like it's more stomach acid. And it takes more, uh, it's it's called TEF, it's thermogenous effect of food, or thermogenic, sorry. And basically your body has to heat up to process it. Well, if it's liquid, not as much processing, right? So at night, that would have made more sense for me to get in for sleep quality purposes, uh, probably a, a protein powder versus like a giant steak before bed. So for me, it's a convenience thing. And sometimes I just don't want to eat meat. I love meat, but at some capacity, maybe I'm like, I don't want a yogurt. I don't want to eat meat. <laughs> and the protein powder is super quick. I don't know if you, if that's kind of how you use it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think it is the perfect way to start and finish a day, depending on how you like to eat. So if you're somebody that likes, maybe not necessarily intermittent fasting, but you're not a big breakfast person, taking down two scoops of, of protein, very easy to just start your day off and get 50 grams. And if your goal is 150 grams, you're already a third the way there. And it's also great for the end of the night for the reasons that he stated earlier, which is like, you know, digestion, being able to sleep really well. But like, what if you just need that extra 25 grams of protein and you just toss it back, good to go. And especially with today's day and age with the Ninja Creamy and how popular it became. I mean, you can make those protein ice creams and there you go. Every single oh, night dude. you just... I want Pop one so bad. Do you have one? Yeah, I bought one for Rachel for uh, early, like a Christmas gift. Is so, it yeah. a good purchase? Yeah, uh, she's she makes them all. The time. Okay, so I got to get one. I I, I I like saw. I've never seen it. I saw it on like I don't know a reel or TikTok, and I'm like, they're like kind of expensive, a couple hundred bucks. And I was like, man, dude, I don't know though, because we, my son, you know, we got went and got froyo last night, and I'm like, no protein, hella carbs, tons of sugar. Like, did it, it's not that good. Um, and so, yeah, obviously, like, yeah, protein powders, exactly. I got a sweet tooth. I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm when I say I have a sweet tooth, I literally eat candy almost every day. Judge me, whatever. I can still keep abs and stay fit. 
And I and and I've tried. I mean, I can not do that, and I don't have a ton. But I also want to live a life where I enjoy the things I eat. I know Bryce kind of has dessert almost every day, and we've kind of talked about that in previous episodes and in, in different trainings. And that's a really good way to kind of like make protein treats. Or my uh, my wife makes these protein balls are like oats, peanut butter, honey, and like yes, they are calorie heavy, and there's some protein, and I, I love them. So I do think there's a lot of purposes now. Here's what we'll dive into. You can get protein, or you can get protein. And the general ways that I get my protein, I'll just tell you guys right now, like every morning is like eggs um, and then protein powder and oatmeal. So there you go. I get my eggs and I have like five or six eggs, but that's still only 25 or 30 grams of protein. You realize that a half a carton of eggs is only 25 or 30 grams of protein and quite a bit of fat. I don't usually use all the yolks, but then I'm, I'm really not eating that much, I'm supposed to hit about 180 or 190 grams of protein. Bryce said it perfectly. Basically, you're like, okay, well, let me eat my eggs and then do two scoops of protein powder, which is 50 grams. So right now you're at 80 grams. And and I, so many people go, and our, our clients have said, well, I'm not, brec- I'm not a breakfast person. And that is really challenging because most people are under on their protein and over on their carbs. So because of that, they should actually eat more protein early in the day and save their carbs f- for night, right? It's called front-loading and back-loading. That's and, how I have everybody do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he has all his, most of his clients do it and it works because, I mean, if you look at any of our transformations of results, it's very effective. But like, how do you do that if you don't like breakfast? Well, it's a really easy concession and some people are like, hey, look, if you could take a shot of tequila, because people go, I don't like protein powder. I was like, if you could take a shot of alcohol, you can freaking drink it in the morning. You mix it. I have this little like whisk thing. I got off Amazon for five bucks. Whisk it, boom, done. 50 grams. And it's like pure protein. So you don't get the carbs and you don't get the fats. And I used to not like protein powder because it hurt my stomach, which is what we're going to kind of get into a little bit because I, well, let me finish what I was saying first. So I'll do the eggs, I'll do the protein powder. And then it's just meats throughout the day. It's like chicken steak. Sometimes it will do some Greek yogurt. I'm not a big fan of cottage cheese. I actually love it. I just, my body doesn't handle it well. Sometimes uh, that form of dairy for whatever reason makes me break out, makes me gassy. And and that kind of brings me into this next thing. A lot of people say they can't do protein powders because it hurts their stomach. And really it comes down to one thing. Number one, all protein powder is not equal. It is not the same. Not only is it not the same ingredients, but it's not the same quality, okay? So let's just start with the ingredients. If you take your protein powder, I want you to just flip it around. If you've never bought protein powder, I'm gonna tell you which ones that, that I get. I'll put a, a link in the show notes too. You can order directly from there. It supports us. and it's just a good company. But um, if you flip it around, a lot of people are taking a protein blend. Like it has concentrate, um, egg albinium, uh, casinate, isolate, all those things. I used to take Synthesix. Have you ever heard of that? Like that's like, oh, six different types of protein. And it's a, it's a cool marketing. It's like, I got all the slow and fast digesting and all those things. Uh, before I took the beef protein, I don't know if you ever tried that, like the carnivore. Yeah, that wasn't. That's, yeah, it's pretty disgusting. But I've tried, I've tried literally probably about 65 to 75 different protein powders. I, I just like to, I mean, I'm a coach, right? So for me, it's more of an experimentation and to just see which ones work and which ones don't. Uh, and for years I went to GNC and I just got whatever. And I know a lot of people that do that, or the most popular thing now is going to Costco and getting uh, on optimum nutrition, right? And it's a good deal. Like it's, I don't blame you guys for doing it, but even that protein, my dad had that and I went back home for Christmas and I took it immediate, dude, protein farts, like my stomach, like 
not like bad, but like it just, I could feel it in my stomach. Like it, I can tell that I had protein powder. And I think that deters a lot of people. And it really comes from a couple things. Number one, if you're getting protein, you want to get protein isolate. Isolate has the lowest lactose concentration, uh, depending on what company you go with. I don't know every company out there, but a, just a pure isolate protein generally is going to have the lowest lactose. Another thing you want to keep in, in mind is a low temperature processed protein. Now, it's very, very, very hard to find a low temperature processed protein. If it does not say on the label or on the bag or bottle or whatever, low temperature process, it's not low temperature process. And basically why that matters is protein can get denaturized if you heat it. So the the, pro, the process of whey protein, like W-H-E-Y, because that's what most of you guys are doing. I can dive into vegan a little bit, but whey protein generally is a byproduct of cheese. Okay? So it has dairy in it. And uh, so to, to go from a byproduct of cheese to a tasty chocolate powder, <laughs> there's some stuff that happens to it, right? And usually there's a superheating element, right? And if you do it and you heat it too much, it denaturizes it. It's almost like cooking an egg, right? It's liquid and it turns into a solid. You can't undenaturize it. And so sometimes when it digests in your stomach, it doesn't digest right. And that's, it's like eating a super, super burnt piece of chicken, right? Like the, the molecules don't get broken down and it's not assimilated or absorbed very well. And so for me, I always go towards a low temperature processed protein. I don't know if you have like a favorite protein, Bryce, or what your go-to is. No judgment. Yeah. No, you know, it's funny. The uh, the whole Costco thing, the, the optimum nutrition, that was my go-to for the longest time because that was for forever. I was like, I just always chose the thing that tasted best because sure. to be honest, protein powder, I was like, ah, it's, not the, it's not my favorite thing in the world. But when I found that, I was like, oh, this is great. But I did experience the same things that you did with like just the gassiness and your stomach feeling like bloated. It doesn't feel great. And it was only until I started trying the things that you recommended and a couple of other ones. So I know that um, we work heavily with first form, but I also like transparent labs. That was the one that I like those two alone. I'm like, great. I can actually drink this and. I don't have any issues with it and it, it tastes fine and I'm have no problems with my stomach. That's what I typically take. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. So Bryce said, I'm a big fan of first form. I've been affiliated with them since about 2017. I have never taken, well, I used to supplement hop. I was a supplement whore. I like whatever, right. I've stuck with them and it's not that I won't take any other supplements. Some people that are like, act like it's a freaking religion. I will take other supplements like transparent labs. I love to try them. They seem legit. Um, I, you know, I don't have anything wrong with them. Um, there's another one when I go back home to Oregon that the gym sells and every time I just buy a, a jug of protein and whatever I don't take, I take it home and it's a low temperature process protein. Uh, and I will say though, that like that one doesn't sit as well. It's very sweet. And Bryce said it specifically is like, number one, number one, you, you got to take it. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people buy a protein powder and they go, ew, it's gross, it's chalky. Like, I bet you have unused supplements in your cupboard. Don't look at my cupboard, okay? I just, I probably should throw them away. Um, but like so many people do, they take them, they forget to take them. You know, the pills aren't on a routine, the vitamins aren't on a routine. The, you know, they forget their protein powder. But I will say that like, if it tastes good, you'll probably think about it more. You'll think about taking it more, mixing it with dessert. 
And I like First Forms Protein. I use the Formula One Natural. Very low sweet. It is not very sweet. Their regular protein powder, it's pretty sweet. They got awesome flavors, really good stuff. But part of the reason that I like them is, number one, they are low temperature process. Number two, generally, the Formula One Naturals isn't made with a lot of like artificial sweeteners, fillers. The other one has a lot of other ingredients in there. Some people don't really care if it tastes good. Um, and that one kind of bothers my stomach. That's the level one. I can take it, but the Formula One, never, ever, ever. And they actually have a Vegan Pro. I think it's called the Vegan Power Pro or Vega Pro. And that's actually the best vegan protein I've ever tasted. It is not chalky. It's really good. You almost can't even tell the difference. And I've tried a lot of vegan protein. I went on a whole vegan protein streak for a year because all the dairy protein hurt my freaking stomach, right? But I, and I, I wanted protein powder. And so another thing that I really like is they're made in a level FDA three facility, which just means that they're third party tested. They clean all the equipment on the way through. The supplement industry, guys, is, is not regulated by the FDA. You are kind of gambling a little bit with like what you're using. Uh, a lot of them use like third-party ingredients from other countries, but they're made in the U.S. And it's like a little sketchy, okay? I've never like had anything bad happen, but they have tested like pre-workouts and stuff and taken them off the shelves and in like um, different supplement stores and tested them for androgens, like steroids and different things that shouldn't have been in there. So for me, I kind of stay away generally for like pre-workouts and stuff like that. I'm, I'm a coffee guy. Sometimes I'll sip on an energy drink but I, I kind of don't do that whole route. But a protein powder is something that I've always done as well as a multivitamin, multivitamin, a fish oil, and a vitamin D. So that's generally what I take. Protein powder, multivitamin, fish oil, vitamin D. Sometimes I'll do like the OptiGreen 50 or the OptiRed 50 from First Form because I, I actually get in a quite a bit of fruit, but I'm really bad about my vegetables. So once in a while, I'll just, I feel like I just need like green <laughs> Uh, and, and honestly, if I eat like a bunch of like broccoli or cruciferous veggies, salads, sometimes it doesn't sit well with my stomach. I can use that all the time, but to go back to the protein powder, um, that's generally what I recommend to most clients. And from people that have joined our program, our, uh, hero transformation program, a lot of people that use first form end up really liking it, you know, and these people, some of them are first time supplement users. Most of them have tried a lot of different stuff. And I can see their orders, so I can see that they're just like continued order. Even people that I haven't talked to in two years order it every every month. So I I am a really big fan. And here's here's why I made this episode because I get questions on like what protein powder is the best. So let me break it down like this. Number one, and this might surprise you. I know there's a lot of coaches that push protein. Number one, if you don't have to use protein powder and you can hit your protein goal, don't use protein powder. In fact you probably would be more jacked and ripped not using protein powder. And I know there's a whole science behind fast digesting and liquid post-workout. Yes, you should stick to a lean protein, as little as fat as possible. You could do Greek yogurt. You could do chicken. You could do egg whites. All those are lean protein. The benefit of doing a solid protein versus a liquid is what I said before, TEF, thermogenic effective food. So for that, that means that your body actually has to heat up. So you you effectively would burn more calories eating a solid food versus a liquid. I don't, I don't know if you ever feel like hungry after you drink protein powder. Yeah, or... and I was actually going to to make a comment on this. If you're dieting down, I would recommend that you don't take a protein powder because mm -hmm. you're going to be less full compared yep. to eating a meat. 100%. Now, you're not... It, 
the meat is always not always but a good portion of the time is going to be a little higher on the calories because of just the yeah. added fats in it but in general you're going to feel a lot more full on that but to go back to what we were talking about earlier if you're not hitting your protein goal the 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 protein powder is going to be great because he, here's the reality of it. if you have uh if, let's say you have to hit 200 grams of protein not everybody in the world has to do that let's say like one and a half to two 200 grams or 150 to 200 grams you have to have one and a half to two pounds of lean meat a day to get in that ballpark when i tell that to people they're like two pounds of meat i'm like yeah man they're like that's expensive i'm like get a protein <laughs> yeah because that you know that it's gonna make it way easier to do so yeah that's a that's a whole nother thing right so money like people go, I don't want to spend money on supplements. Protein powder is the one thing that you should not look at as a supplement. Literally, it is, it's a macronutrient, right? Proteins, fats, and carbs are your macronutrients, which comprise calories, food. So if you eat 50 grams of protein or consume 50 grams of protein via protein powder or steak, which one's cheaper? Yeah, the protein powder, right? It's like a dollar sixty per serving of 25 grams. Where where can you get 25 grams of protein for a dollar sixty besides a can of tuna? And I can only do a little bit of that, right? Like you can't. Maybe not even at fast food anymore. You used to be able to get like dollar menu crappy burgers. It's you can't, right? So money wise, I'd actually say it's probably going to save you money. Convenience because we work with a lot of first responders in our program, guys. And guess what? They're not at home. They're gone for 14 hours a day, 13 hours a day. Do you think that they're I mean, some of them, I would want you guys to prep food, but like when I was gone all day at all my different jobs, even as a trainer, and I was gone from six in the morning to eight at night and went to school and all that. Oh yeah, there was, I, dude, my backpack always had a Ziploc baggie with some protein or the double shaker cup with the protein in the, in the bottom. And I never miss my protein. There's, if this is the cool thing about protein powder, if you do protein powder, there's literally zero excuse for you not to hit your protein goal every day. Zero excuse. Like it is is idiot proof, basically. You just have to drink it. Like it's so easy. Um, you don't need any prep. It takes four seconds. Like that's the that's the best part of it. And I know it seems weird that you're drinking this drink and it's gonna like build your muscle, but like, yeah, that's a big part of the equation, right? The other thing is money, right? It does save you money. And and here's my recommendation. If you're gonna jump on the board of protein powder or if you're already taking it, here's what I would do. Out there, I'm going to have you invest a little bit. I would get anywhere from one to four flavors. I think what a lot of people do is they buy this big ass jug of chocolate. It's like four pounds because it's the best deal. And they have chocolate protein powder for three scoops a day, every day for 30 days. And they're like, Ugh. right? It's like eating chicken and rice every day. Don't do that to yourself. Change it up. I put, I used to do this cinnamon cookie batter protein, put in my oatmeal with cinnamon. Bomb, by the way, a little bit of butter. It's like, ugh, it's like a dessert. Then I'll do chocolate protein powder. And sometimes in, in, in yogurt or cottage cheese or whatever I want to do, I'll use strawberry protein powder and put berries in it. It's like a totally different food, right? It's, it's not doing the same thing. It's like making chicken. There's a lot of ways to make chicken, right? Grilled chicken, baked chicken, teriyaki chicken, barbecue. Like there's a lot of different ways to not get sick of chicken. Well, that's kind of how protein powder is. It's like just this one thing that you can put in different stuff. You can put it in desserts. You can... You know, so it's, it's very, very easy to use. I always do a low temperature process. And here's the reason that I 
choose to use first form and I choose to stick to a low temperature processed protein also because it's not bioavailable. If your protein powder is not low temperature processed and you get it from Costco and it says 30 grams of protein per serving, I will bet money that you're not actually absorbing 30 grams of protein. Like I don't know the percentage, but it's less because it's denaturized and you can't use it and it's not as bioavailable. So your body's not going to soak it in. It's also lower quality. If your protein powder is inexpensive, I'm not saying you should spend a hundred dollars a jug for protein, but like really good quality protein is more. And I think, uh, I don't know what their price is like 60 bucks a jug for first form, not the cheapest protein for sure. But if you, it, it's hardly any different because what you, the, the same thing, same size for optimum nutrition is like 45, it's yeah. like 15 extra bucks, yeah, 15, 20 not- extra dollars. And and like this is this is the thing too. When you go to the store, and I don't know, I don't buy. I try not to buy the cheapest meat, but I don't buy the most expensive. I know there's some people that are maybe a little more bougie than me and buy everything grass fed, organic. Totally fine. If that's you, you better be buying a high quality protein. If you buy grass fed organic beef and chicken and all this stuff, and then you go buy Optimum Nutrition at Costco, shame on you. <laughs> like you're kind of you know you might as well just stick to high quality. And and again. I just want a protein powder that mixes. Oh, this is another thing. It mixes so well. Like I can put it in a shaker cup, no blender ball or anything. Like just a cup with a lid, water, shake it, no clumps, zero. And that was something that used to gross me out too. It was chalky, it was clumpy. So I, I, I'm I, a big fan of protein powder. So here's here's how I'll wrap it up. I think that Bryce, Bryce said a really good point that I'll kind of reiterate. If you're cutting, I think doing like sticking away from protein powders is probably a good idea as much as you can. It doesn't mean like if you have 200 grams of protein, can 25 of it come from protein powder when you're cutting and losing fat? Absolutely. It's not that much. But if you're like, hey, I'm doing 75, you know, three scoops of protein powder a day and that's half of my protein goal, you would be way better off eating solid food, things that fill you up. And I know for me, I used to use this uh, Greek yogurt and cottage cheese mix. Like I'd take a Greek yogurt, like the two good Greek yogurts and and cottage cheese, and I'd mix them together. My wife thinks it's disgusting, but, uh, and it was like- I used to do the, I used to do the uh, yogurt with, with protein powder. Okay. You thought that was gross. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, whatever, right? So it was like 40 grams of protein and it like, I could feel it sit in my stomach. It didn't hurt it, but it was like kind of heavy, but it was good because I wasn't hungry for like, three hours. I eat a lot and I eat frequent. I train a lot. Um, protein powder, dude, if I get back from the gym and I do that and like a banana, which actually, if you look at the science of it would be maybe optimal because the banana is really high glycemic. You want a high glycemic carbohydrate, something that's going to be sugary and spike your blood sugar. That's why you see bodybuilders eating candy, totally unnecessary and stupid, but like you could do it. It doesn't matter. You could eat a banana, uh, a ripe banana. And, um, they'll do like a protein powder. And in theory, it's like, okay, super sugary and liquid. It's going to just like fast digest. And it does. But the problem with that is you're going to feel empty very quick. It's like emptying in your stomach. So that was one thing where, where I feel like, you know, I, I do, I've done that before. And if I'm bulking, it's fine because I'm, I'm trying to eat more and it's a challenge. So super simple. If you're bulking, and you feel like, oh my God, I can't eat this much food. Use a protein powder, right? I, I would probably stick away from a mass gainers. <laughs> Just don't do that. 
Yeah, don't do that. They all suck. Just do protein powder and then just eat more food. Um, you could do like Carbolin, which is just like a carbohydrate powder. You could do that, but don't do the mass gainers. And then if you're if you're cutting, you could still do it. Like maybe like you said, in some yogurt or some oatmeal or just one shake post-workout or something like that. But I think the majority of your protein should come. And I think our recommendation is like low, you know, few ingredients, not a lot of fillers. Probably stay away from sucralose and stuff if you can in the protein powders. Maybe some stevia, maybe some monk fruit. I try to stick away from a lot of the like gums, like the base that makes it thick. I like Formula One Naturals. Like I said, I'll put a link below. But it's really just whatever works for you guys. Some of it's experimentation. The thing that I like about First Form too is they do 110% money back guarantee. So you can literally try it. If it sucks, you get your money back in 10%. You literally have nothing to lose. And I've tried tons and tons and tons of flavors and I've returned things that I didn't like. And um, not every company is going to have everything good. That's just like one of my go-to supplements in my cupboard. There's about seven flavors of protein powder because some days I'm like, what do I want, man? It's like a little buffet of protein. Like, let's see what I feel like today. And so I never get sick of it. I never get old of it. And if we're traveling or going on vacation or going out for the weekend, and I don't know if there's going to be good food, guess what I do? Take a little Ziploc, put five or six scoops of protein in there. And that way I'm, I'm always hitting my protein goal no matter what. And if you are a shift worker, you really, really, really should have protein powder in your backpack or your baggie or whatever you're taking or your little locker at work. There's no excuse you can't hit your protein powder or your, or your protein goal. Any last words, dude? Yeah, yeah, I just thought it was funny when you said, talked about traveling. Don't take it through TSA. That's the one thing. Because I, <laughs> I remember I got stopped and almost missed my flight because they had to bring the drug the drug people over to test my my protein. Oh, uh, I always take it and I just let them test. I just maybe I don't care. Actually, sometimes sometimes I take it in the travel like in my uh, carry on and I do the lid and then I tape it because like I've had one of them blow up in my bag, dude. Oh my god. Um, yeah, that's that, it. I mean. Generally, I tell people if you can hit your protein goal without the protein powder, it's not necessary. It's a supplement. But if you have a hard time hitting it, lay into it, lean into it, find something that digests well with you, that tastes good, and keeps you relatively full. Again, meat probably going to do a better job at that. But if yeah. you're looking for something outside of meat, eggs, and cottage cheese, then that's a yeah. good option. And, and wait till it goes on sale. It's just like if 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 the meat you normally have was half off. I don't know about you. I have a deep freezer. I would buy a lot of it, right? And stock up because it's like going to last you a year or two. Like you're going to use it. Same thing as a protein powder. They'd expire for like two or three years or whatever, maybe longer. I don't know. I'd use them. But like buy a couple jugs and it will get used. You're not throwing money away. Now, if you're buying like pre-workouts and testosterone boosters and all the fat burners and all these other things, I would think that's not effective. If you look at my physique and I have tons, you know, I'm a trainer and a coach, so I have a lot of friends. A lot of them don't use that. And they have awesome, awesome, awesome physiques. Bryce is pretty ripped himself. Mike is a beast and ripped. And, you know, they don't really take a whole lot of supplements. So don't think you have to like spend two, $300 a month. I probably spend uh, just realistically, probably like one fifty to two hundred dollars a month. But I I do take uh, quite a bit of things. Like I said, a multivitamin, a vitamin D, um, a green and a red, and a protein powder and a fish oil. So I, I take the whole nine yards because I really really care about my performance and my physique. But it's the last ten percent, maybe five, right? Like ninety ninety to ninety five percent comes from diet, sleep, water, nutrition, training. 
and then it's the cherry on top. But guess what, guys? I'm already doing everything else. So hell yeah, I want the cherry, right? Like that's why supplements are important to me. They give me just the extra edge and I can feel the difference personally when I go supplement free versus taking supplements. So it's worth it to me because I value my health. So hopefully this episode was helpful. Uh, thanks for tuning in, Bryce. If you guys have any questions, please drop them below. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you could like, comment, subscribe, share this episode, I'd love that. Or if you're watching this on Spotify or social media, give us a review. That would be super awesome. I would love to have the coaches on more often. So any feedback would be really good. And then, like I said, I'll drop the links below. I appreciate it, guys. Hopefully this was helpful information. I love you and uh, we'll talk to you next time.